Shalom, Parashat Shmois. I want to share with you a modic revolt that my Chavuse, Chanuch Davidman, told me, and I think uh, I think it's even Emes, and I think later on I saw a Ramban that says Al Derchaze. It says in the Parsha, after Bnei Israel went through a lot of suffering already in uh, Mitzrayim, suddenly it says that. The original paro me- died, and the new paro came. I mean, some achlokes and the Gemara. If it's really a new, as Rashi says, or just the same one. But now let's go with the Malach. It was a new king, and uh, he really died. The first one. It says in the Perik Beis Pasuk of Gimel that, and it was in those days, Vayu Vayamim Arabimayim, Vayomos Melech Mitzrayim, and the king paro died. And at that point, they groaned from all the suffering and work they're going through, and they screamed out and davened to Hashem, Vayizaku to Hashem, Vatal Shavasam Elokim, and their screaming and praying prayers went up to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And then it says, Vayishma Elokim Esnaqasam, and Hashem listened to them, and He decided He's and, and Hashem said, Yeah, I remember. The covenant, the the bris with Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. So the question that it seems like the Mefarshim are dealing with, and my Chavusa also asked a long time ago, was the following: They've been going through so much suffering. Who cares that the original king died and a new king comes? What was the trigger? What was the turning point that? made them suddenly cry out to Hashem and groan and cry out to Hashem. Well, what's, what's going on? What happened here? So he wants to be Mechadesh, the following. He wants to say that in life, a lot of times, we always put our hopes into reality. We look what's in the Mitziyot. We look around us, we see what's happening, we say, oh, if only the presidents would change, things will get better. I remember in the year 99, the Rosh Memshala was uh, Barak, and everyone said, yeah, he's under the pressure of America, oh, if only Sharon would be the president, things would change. Sharon became the president, and everything looked exactly the same. You didn't even know that the Memshala switched. Same thing happened... That was, I think, in 99, yeah, in 94, which was my year in Israel. I think uh, Avi and Michael, you guys remember this as well. Um, the Nachshon Vaxman, Sichono Levachas situation, all that. Also then, it was the same thing. And everyone politically starts to think, what if like this, and we should just do like this. Same thing happens in, in, in wars. And everything around the world, if you always think, if just this, we have still this hope, this guy will be present, and this, we should use this tactic. So, but at the end of the day, we should all know that the only thing that's important, not the only thing, but <laughs> everything depends on our relationship with our Kaddish Bochel, and that we should dive into Hashem. So, what does that have to do with the answer to this question? What happened here is, Bnei Israel was hoping, oh, when this king dies, a new king's gonna come, everything's gonna change, everything's gonna change. 
And at that point when they see the king dies, and a new king came, and he was just as bad, if not worse, than the original king, then they realized, wow, now we reached that end. Now we realize the only thing we can do is Davan Takodeshbuhu and put all our all our eggs in one basket, as they say. And that's when it says, Hashem. They screamed out, They groaned first because they realized, Wow, it's game over now. There's nothing, nothing. We don't even see a glitter of hope. And we have to daven because we know, We have nothing to, no one to trust or to rely on, aside from Avinu our Father in Heaven, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that's what will happen here. And once you do such a... When you scream out to Hashem with all your heart, then Hashem answers you, Vatal Shavatal Lokim, it reached their tefillahs, reached HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and from then on, HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought Moshe to be the Shaliyah to take them out of Mitzrayim. So at the beginning, it was worrying me a bit, because I looked at the Rishonim, Rashi, and uh, and others, and, and Svono, and Rashbam, and it seems like... What they say, Ayin Shom, if you're interested, it doesn't really stem, it doesn't go together with this Mahalach. But then I saw the Heilige Ramban. And the Ramban Mefurish does say over here this idea, at least half of it. He says, he brings Rashi, and he says that's based on a Midrash, Midrash Chachamim in Midrash Rabbah. But if we go with a simple understanding of what happened here in the story, Minhag, the Minhag is of all the slaves to wait till the Blial, meaning the Russia, the wicked king dies, and they all hope to that day that he dies. And at, and at the point where they saw that Shemei Samelech, that he died, they groaned because they suddenly saw that the next king is worse than the, before, the king before. And we're adding to that Ramban. And therefore, now they realize there is nothing to do but the Davan Takadesh Bocho. This reminds me of Mishnah. I don't remember where it is in Shas. If it interests you, I can find out that there's a distinction between if an animal comes from the from the ocean, from the water, lives in water, or or is defined as an animal that comes from the Yabasha, not not from the water, from from the doesn't live in the water. And over there, there is only one exception to the rule. It's a Kelevyam, like a dog that lives in the water. The Gemara in another place says that every animal that's on the Yabasha is also has a parallel to uh, an animal like that in the water. Akopanim, so Kelev Yam, I'm not sure if it's a sea lion or... Kelev Yam, why is it defined as one that's not coming from the, from the water, but the Yabasha? Because at the time when it suddenly gets scared, where does it run to? It runs to the land. It runs to the land. That's why it's from the Yabasha, from the land. Because that defines what its real essence is, what it's all about. Ma Kesher The Kesher is that it's also with us. What happens? How do we view life? Do you? Do we view life that no matter what, everything is dependent on how HaKadosh Baruch decides things should go? And therefore, every time there's an ace Tzorali soil, we have a... We, we, someone's not feeling well, or Am Yisrael is in the, uh, not in the best situation. Do we run to the base village, to the shuls, to get together and we daven Hashem, we do a Yom Tzom or whatever it requires? Or no, we try to listen to the news and talk about, oh, maybe if it was only like this, and put our hopes in the president changing. 
the whole thing should be who are you? What's your essence? Is your essence with HaKadosh Buhu? Go down into Hashem when things go down. That's when, of course, we should also thank HaKadosh Buhu when things are, but we should realize that that is what life's all about, our connection to HaKadosh Buhu, and that is really what is Mashpia, how the world revolves and what happens. I'd like to end with a story true story. This person's name is Aaron Margalit. He went through a very difficult life. He had polio and he had uh, the Mahala, which is cancer, several times. And also he had to bury two of his children. In any case, this is a true story and he says it. He speaks now, is or 80-something years old. And he speaks in public in all the cities in Israel and even goes overseas. I'm sure you can Google him. Aaron Margalit. And he explains that at one point, there was a turning point in his life. He went to Rav Firer. I don't know if you guys heard of him, but Rav Firer is known across the world uh, as someone that knows the best experts in each field that you need. Hopefully we'll never need to know about him. But I'll call Panim. He told him, go to this doctor in a certain hospital in Ichilov here in Israel and he's the best person to diagnose you in this field so he goes to this doctor and this doctor tells him listen you have three between three and six weeks to live nothing more than that so he goes what, what do you suggest I do he goes I suggest you write a will and do anything you have left to do that you want to do in this life in this world so he was really affected by that statement of the doctor and Aaron Margalit says back to him, I want to tell you something. You need to know that I wish you long life, but at the end of the day I'll be walking you to to, to the grave, not you walking me. And uh, and the doctor was in shock, how can you talk to me like this? And Aaron Margalit said to him, I'm just in shock because I'm in shock how you can talk to someone like that. Don't you have any 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 heart? How can you speak to someone and say over such bad news in such a fashion? Al Kopanim they end up becoming friends and he always reminds him what he said to him. And right after that he went to a wedding and that wedding he describes himself dancing like a little kid, very happy. Why? Because he came to the realization, I can't trust any medicine, I can't trust any doctor. This time, I'm really putting 100% of my faith in the Kaddish Bolchu. And this is the idea we're talking about. And we should always aspire to always think like that. It doesn't matter, yeah, HaKadosh Bolchu decided to make the world run in a way. And this is Mamish, the idea of Purim. That it seems like everything's going because of nature etc. But it's not like that at all. Everything is coming from a Kaddish He just does it in a hidden way. That's Hastel Astir Panai. Where now, it wasn't like that in Yitzhak Mitzrayim. There were big miracles. But right now, that's the way a Kaddish rules the world. And we have to know that and not be faked out by reality that is around us. In any case, Mevar uh, all of you that will merit to be on that level, that realize and realize that it's our davening and, and Torah and mitzvahs that will affect what happens and not the investment we put in, in a Dr. A or Dr. B, etc. Good job.